get into gate episode 237. We are talking Stargate SG1. The gate is here. My name's Mitch. Going around the room, Brendan. G'day, mate. And Matty. Yo. What's happening, boys? So much. Hi, it? Hey, I mean, not to date the episode, it's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas to you all, to everyone that's going to be lit. Oh. You know what? Just the thought that people are going to be, you know, doing their mad Christmas rush, Christmas yeah. Day rush, probably listening to us. While they go from family to family, I mean that's the sort of that's the sort of joy that I like bringing to people. You know, they're probably listening to us right now, just looking at their pedophile uncle. <laughs> like, like that Hang creep. On. Sorry, we're forty seconds <laughs> in. We're <laughs> we beat the bots. We're yeah. safe. <laughs> You're right. They only listen up to thirty. <laughs> on to the next podcast. Yeah, or after you've seen your pedo uncle and you know you're on the drive home going gee he was weird oh, let's Again. put it on let's put it on some normalcy and listen to the three blokes from getting a gate actually on that yesterday i was driving around with my boy and and he's got he's got a phone and he like pulled up a, his podcast app he's like oh my god can i listen to your podcast now? i wouldn't <laughs> and i said yeah and and sarah's my wife's mm. saying to him when are you gonna start let, letting him listen to to getting the gate and i'm like well obviously like now i guess and she's like really your podcast i said what she's the language i'm like I cut all the language out. She says, what about the innuendo? Content. And I'm like, oh, that's there. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's so much worse than the missing words that I occasionally cut mm. out. So I said, yeah, don't listen to that. And, and he said, what about get into geek? And I said to her, yeah, that's, I don't cut out any swearing there. She said, that's not your father's. He's like, okay, no worries. But he did leave us a review, which is yet to refresh and come up. So hopefully by next week it will have come up. But he did say something. And, um, to support the show, I said, "Mate, oh, hit subscribe." Obviously, great people. I, you know? I thought he'd wait until you know after Christmas and be like, "One star, motherfucker, didn't buy me a pl- new PlayStation." <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, mate, still not my fault. <laughs> I do everything good, you know. That's that's the, that's the big fella's problem. So, Merry Christmas to you and uh, and to your weird uncle, and um, just you know, <laughs> you know, is the only uncle in the room, like yep. just sole uncle. Can mm. we just lay off the pedo stuff, please? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. We're all uncles. Gee, just, all just, of us are uncles here. I know, yeah. but you're fathers as well. Fathers yeah, are just like okay. when you're pedos as well. It's fine. That's true. Yeah. No, okay. Well, I, I apologize. Are you the pedo uncle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you go into a room if tomorrow you're not, then and it's you can't, yeah, if you can't see a pedo uncle there, <laughs> oh, God. is yeah. it like that? The weirdo <laughs> on the train rule? <laughs> you're the weirdo on the train. <laughs> if you go to Christmas God. and you can't see a pedo uncle, <laughs> you. <laughs> That's you, mate. Yeah, Reese. I'm sorry to tell you, um, I'm not it. So I'm sorry you've. Uh, yeah. That's that's actually he was an you. uncle for years. So, so <laughs> exactly right. That's you for you, mate. You you got you've chalked up your tenure. Um, speaking of weirdo uncles at Christmas, uninvited is the uh, episode we're talking about today, season ten, episode number five of oh, SG One. Pretty simple little synopsis here because I've had to uh, devote over to IMDb, guys. Uh, brace yourself. Don't need to take too many breaths for this one. <laughs> A mysterious creature targets members of Stargate Command one by one. That is it. Written by Damien Kindler-Kindler. Directed by William Waring. Unentertaining. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this is... It was a bit of a... I don't even know if it was a struggle. It was just like, oh, this, okay. What else is on? Keep going. Hurry up. Finish. Like, just move on. I just, I get the feeling nothing's going to happen. And then at the end, nothing happens. And like, okay, so that was just, I can chalk that up down in my bottom three, probably at this stage of, uh, of our ranking at the end of the season. It's just a bit of. Yeah, I just feel like it was that forced character development again we get with Mitchell and, and General, who cares? <laughs> General Laundry. Well, like, he can't, he, he's telling him to. Like chill out the whole time, and then he's like, "Not that much." Yeah, and you're like, "It's not funny. It's not mm. even funny." It's, it's like a team building episode, 
And then the one character that's left from the film that's been there from the start isn't in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. what are we doing? I, I can sum up my feelings on this episode yeah. in one grab. <laughs> Permission to leave, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's... That was. That's a real piece of audio. That's that's not something that I made. Yeah. <laughs> At like, the very first second, I thought that was something you made. Then I remembered. Oh no, that very much. I, I feel like I've forgotten so much. I feel like I forgot it as soon as I watched it. It was just. Yeah. It was fun. It was funny because I'm like, isn't that O'Neill's cabin? And I like I've seen this episode. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Land. General Laundry's come in and just taken over O'Neill's yeah. cabin. Mm. Daniel's like. I'm in England, hooking up with an English bird, not coming in. Yeah. Tilk's like, f*** that Christmas party. I'm going to hunt something. Yeah. It, it Carter's kind of... busy working, obviously, and Vala, no one... They probably didn't even invite Vala, honestly. No, why would you? <laughs> well, yeah, originally. Um, it kind of... Fe- it gave me the vibe of it's like, whoever they rent the cab... Like, whoever owns the cab that they have to rent it from. Mm. It's. It, I feel like it's like a... Oh... Oh, we still we paid for we paid for five, and yeah. we've only uh, used yeah. it four. We've times. got contra left over there. Yeah, we yeah, still yeah. got one. Yeah. We still got one timeshare left. Mm. Mm. Buy five, I, get one free. I guess. Yeah, I guess we should write an episode <laughs> since it's since it's there. So it's like, oh, Landry uses his cabin. Now. That cabin is in in Minnesota in the show. In this, like, it's obviously in Canada in real life, mm. but in the show, it's nowhere mm. near Colorado. Oh right! You have to travel interstate to get there. Yeah, and it's, how interstate? I don't know the geography like of the Minnesota, states. Like Minnesota, wherever that is. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't know if that's, but that's like men of uh, men of soda. <laughs> that's you two. With men, of <laughs> um, men of soda. But it's like you have to travel interstate to get to that. The Maltesers thing. just did what happens in the ads. Oh, rolled across, rolled Excellent. to me. Stay there, you. Rolled over to your gut. I want in. <laughs> I want in. Patience now. Anyway, again, <laughs> I'll, I'll burrow my way the belly Patience, button. men of sodium. Mm. <laughs> uh, I wish uh, Lincoln was here for this one because it's like he's actually physically been to that cabin. Like he shot like a a campaign thing there, and it was phys- physically like inside of it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. With um, f-ing, uh, Archie from Riverdale. Oh, that's right. Yeah. K- I don't know who that is, but K- KJ- it is on our socials. KJ Arpa. Um, yeah, Jack, Jack's cabin is in Silver Creek, Minnesota. Silver Creek. And the best thing is, the Silver Creek sheriff called Samantha Carter saying the road's out. Why did he do that? <laughs> Why did Carter. he do Yeah. I just got a call from the sheriff's department in, uh, in Great Falls, Pennsylvania, wherever the f*** they're from. Wow. The road's washed out. It's like, what? Maybe Can anyone she, explain that? Maybe because she was in command. But like... <laughs> Some, of, of Cheyenne some dude from another state calls Samantha Carter to tell her that a road is washed out. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What the f- this is just just to go back on that. Um, yeah. it, to piss off our American listeners that are like, yeah, we we already know this, but literally just Colorado to where'd you say in? Uh, oh. I I've done it. I've done it for you. I I went from Cheyenne Mountain to Silver Creek, Minnesota. You have to drive all the way through Nebraska to get there. It's a 15-hour drive. <laughs> it's 945 miles. Yeah, that's from, an easy weekend. From from How Cheyenne many hours Mountain. Is that? That's a 15-hour drive. So 
Mitchell did a 15, as if he wouldn't have taken Or they got on a plane. There's no mm. way you go somewhere mm. and, well, it was his car. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. He You'd be like, Tilk, road trip. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm rocking up to see Landry by myself. No. Even if I thought I was late. Yeah, it's like, no, we're going together, right? Yeah, like, look at, look at that on the map. Like, yeah. that's, it's not... It's halfway that's across a, the state. That's yeah. a good chunk. Yeah. yeah. So ridiculous. I, I'm assuming the production's just forgotten. Well, no, they kind of forgot that it's in Silver Creek because you said the fucking Silver Creek Sheriff Frank Carter. Yeah, right. So they know it's in Minnesota. Mm. They know. They've said Minnesota, or just like in the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When, when, when Jack, when it's first introduced, when Jack's mm. like inviting Carter to go. I think it's in when we we were first introduced to the replicators, yeah. in like season three, and Jack's like trying to get Carter, and because he, he puts on the accent. Yeah. Oh, that's about, right. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Going fishing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was wondering, um, like, it's so like, oh, Silver, yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Silver Creek, and then you know, in world, Silver Creek exists. You know, a shit, you know, load closer to yeah. um, to Cheyenne Mountain or where that would be in Colorado. And I, I it's the same. Like, I've been watching. Um, uh, I'm uh, Paramount, also great people. Um, they've got well. the the Sydney spin-off of NCIS. Our mate Toddy's in it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And in the second episode... The Water Rats rip-off. <laughs> Bastards. I mean, it's all, you know, they're all pale in comparison to our uh, <laughs> the lovely people at Sea Patrol, obviously. Bigger body of water. But uh, in it, they get in a car... It's at Paw Patrol. At, 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 they get in a car in Sydney Harbour to go and check out this thing that had just happened. Like, okay, we've got to get in the car and drive there. And then it pops up on the uh, on the, the super, the location, you know, whatever creek in uh, in New South Wales. And I thought, oh, I wonder where that is. And I just put it into my maps. It's in central New South Wales, and they've driven there from Sydney. It would have taken them eight or nine hours to drive there or something stupid. But I'm like, why even, why give it that name? Why yeah. why, why yeah. put that there? Because, I mean, if you're an American watching that, you're not there going to be sad like me and no. actually punch it in. Could have gone to Balmain. Mm. Exactly. And go, oh, okay, it's, it's an X amount of time away. It's not that far, but close enough that we can drive. And the same, same We're here. We're going it's to like, Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Um, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess Americans see that kind of shit all the time. Like, yeah, they would. The Friends building, mm. which is supposed to be like, you know, the building and Central Perk is at the bottom of it. And it's called Central Perk because it's across from Central Park. Mm. That building is nowhere near Central Park. No, yeah, yeah, right. And like in, in Endgame, when it's like, I think they're supposed to be running through Central Park at the start or whatever, mm. when, when Tony uh, like first encounters the aliens and stuff like that. And then the Hulk or whatever gets thrown like through the Flatiron building, mm. which again is nowhere near. All yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's our turn in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. NCO, Sydney. We're like, yeah, every everywhere in New York exists within a a, a viewpoint of Central Park yeah. and the Flatiron building. Like yeah. that's just mm. and and the Empire. Like yeah. I know the Flatiron and the Empire are actually yeah, Spider- very close. Spider Man can swing from the Flatiron building to <laughs> yeah. the Chrysler building. Quite yeah, easily. yeah, yeah <laughs> with one swing. Yeah. So yeah, but th- I mean that's. That's ridiculous, though. Mm. If like that's their weekend away, like he, no wonder he got there frustrated. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, the boss is just here. Oh, by the way, this is a time before mobile phones, right? Well, not really. Oh, doesn't matter. No one's told you. I'm the only one here, and likely to be for the mm. next day or two. Flip phone. Yeah. Holy shit! So I don't know if they're getting it confused with like Jack's house because mm. Jack obviously has his house. Like, and that's the one where like. Remember when he was like, when he was banging that CIA chick or whatever, and like mm. Carter rocked up, and he had like the sausages and stuff like that. It's like, well, that makes sense to be at Jack's house. Oh, of that's, course, yeah, because that's in Colorado. Mm. Like mm. that's that's near Cheyenne Mountain. That's where he lives off base. Mm. Um, same way Sam lived in a house off base when you know she had that creepy Orland guy stalking her and and all that. Yeah, and Pete um, and Pete and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just I. I don't I don't get it. Like like I said, it just feels like they just they. Is owe the, the sheriff gift. from from Silver Creek? Just another creeper. <laughs> yeah. 
Hi, Samantha. <laughs> well, I suppose because Pete worked for it's a, Ron, for a, the for sheriff a, from Silver Creek. Well, Pete, the roads washed out. Pete so didn't if work you're in there, Columbia. you're not going anywhere. <laughs> well, Pete didn't work in Colorado. <laughs> he, he worked for what, some other police department mm. in a different state. And Chicago, then something, yeah, something it? like that. So yeah, maybe the Silver Creek guy. Um, he's from Silver Creek, but mm. he just conveniently relocated to um, Colorado. And they made a point to mention. Old mate, didn't they? The um, what's the guy that got brainwashed last episode? Barrett. Oh, Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Like it was mm. just Barrett and just Barrett with a badge and a, and a sheriff's hat. You know, he's like, yeah, right. it's Ron. You know, it's like <laughs> Barrett. <laughs> no, <laughs> just getting his creep on any way that he can. And it's so uh, weird. In this episode, they they just slightly confirmed in this episode. Oh yeah, he was brainwashed. Yeah. Mm. From last week, mm, and yeah. it's like. Just but a don't worry. Line. Don't well, he worry. was brainwashed. Yeah. It's not yeah. his fault. No, but he feels really bad about it. <coughs> it's not his fault. All the bars got away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is. Oh, it just and it was one of he those. Feels bad. Leave him alone. God. Yeah, exactly. Like those well, t- oh, these type of episodes where something you've never heard of is kind of <laughs> invented, and then they give you this sort of they retcon how important it is. And then it's kind of all done by the end of the episode anyway. It's like this. But you, yeah. you know what the, po- the 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 pitch for this episode was? Cloaked bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Side unseen too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, that and it was like, oh, here's a problem that we have had that we haven't never told the audience that we've had is mm. these issues with the cloaks. Haven't even told the audience that we're using. Have we even got them? So damn yeah. cloaks. Have we got so damn cloaks? Do we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. And it, okay, that's good yeah, to know. bleeds radiation. Okay, so should we not use them or yeah. just use them in short periods when you need to escape or yeah. not be detected? No, was, no, no. We'll turn the radiation off. And it was also kind of a reuse of that. Was it season six episode where? We found out from season two or three, the foothold aliens with the holograms that could impersonate people. Mm. We'd kept those, but one was missing. And that's how they, in season six, duplicated Jack. And you found out Jack wasn't actually the one who tried to assassinate Kinsey. Mm. This is the same thing. It's like, oh, by the way, we've been using the Sodan cloaks. One's missing. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just a Let me guess. The trust. Yep. (laughs) Correct again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then it wasn't until I watched the commentary, like, I feel like it, it wasn't leaned into enough in the actual episode because you have those moments of, like, Predator Vision where, like, the monster is, what you know, going and you see its point of view. Mm. But then there's another point where you see a weird grainy point of view of, like, when Cam arrives at the cabin and he and um, uh, General Laundry go inside. That's not Predator Vision. Yeah. No. That's trust vision of them inside the Sodan cloak. Mm. Yeah. I never picked that in the, however old this episode is, I've never picked it up until I listened to the, because this is the first time I've listened to the fucking commentary for this episode. (laughs) Yeah, right. And it's like, I feel like that was a way more important point to get across that just wasn't gotten across because it's like, we only saw the, the monster vision like once. So then, and when I looked at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that is Sodan vision. Mm. But it's like. But I think it was supposed to be a red herring as well because you're like, hang on. This is happening off world, and now these guys are getting attacked by yeah. the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was a weird. I mean, the whole episode was trash. Yeah, it, it was just a, a mishmash of just weird shit. I yeah, I, I didn't I didn't um, get it. I've got something you're probably going to want to put on your fucking soundboard. Okay. So I'll give you I'll give you a clear edit point for this one. Okay, I totally get the Vala hate in this episode. Okay. Only this one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? She was, I just, 
I couldn't deal with her in this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, when I say please explain, it's not because why I are you here? Is yeah. half the episodes? Yeah, because as someone who you know, I have moments that I do like her in every single episode, absolutely. But I come at it from a place of like, yeah, I just don't really give a shit. So like, it mm. it was very much the same in this episode for me as what it would have been last week, and what I'm sure it will be next week as well. So what what about it? Get someone like you who's a big defender of her. Just her, the off-worlds, her just being incredibly annoying mm. the whole time. There was there was one moment I enjoyed her, but it was still really, really weird in the way it was, like, edited. I see you haven't gotten over your phobia of sitting in General Landry's chair. What are you doing? I think it's about time a woman sat here. Actually, Dr. Elizabeth Weir sat there all the time when she ran the SGC. She did? Hmm. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, indeed good for Dr. Weir, because she's a fucking legend. Oh, um, God. But, oh, <laughs> I just had to f- get in, sorry. But did you guys hear? <laughs> it just the weirdest. You know how, like, the SGC just has just random, like, background noise and, mm. and pops Boop. and bangs and hum, Boop. things like that? Did you hear in that, the moment Vala sits in the chair, it's like someone hit like a bass drum, like it was just the most dramatic thing ever? What are you doing? I think it's about time a woman sat here. Actually, <laughs> what is that? It's like someone down the hall shutting yeah. a very large door. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, a woman's in charge. Everybody panic. Like what the actual fuck? Great point, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Also a clean edit. <laughs> I just like, and yeah, like Carter pointed out, it's like, Dr. Weir ran the place already. Mm. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I think that goes a long way with how I feel about Vala is that she is she doesn't change regardless of her situation, her location. It, it, it's not like she is any more serious off world when they're in. Hey, we're in a mm. mission here. We're 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 being hunted or we're at risk of whatever's going on. No, no, it's not different. If she acted like an idiot, if she is sitting in the SGC, she is completely comfortable. She got armed guards out there. She is absolutely safe, and no one really gives a shit about her. But when she goes off world, she's exactly the same and putting them yeah. in a life or death situation. And I'm just like, come on, like I can't stand a, a comic relief character having absolutely no depth whatsoever. It's just well, one yeah, single dimension. I've like always that. said like to me, she was brought in to bring in like to replace that element of O'Neill. Yeah. Like obviously Mitchell, you know, he, he was brought in as the new the new Jack, the new mm. leader, all that kind of stuff, but he didn't have the comedic timing and, and the, the you know, the sense of humor that RDA brought into it. So I feel like that's one of the things that Vala brings is those little, the snarky comments yeah. and then the little quick whips, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Jack knew when to turn that off yeah. and when it was serious. And, and he could go mm. so much further on the opposite side yeah. of, the, of the middle. Yeah. And someone who's watching you go, oh, f- Jack's not making jokes. Mm. Shit is serious mm. right now. And it's not like know? she doesn't have the range to do that either as oh, an exactly. actress. Yeah. yeah, like Claudia Black has, has the chops and has the range to do yeah. that 1,000%. But it's just like... Yeah, when she's just Well, they like, do it, but it's too little too late. Yeah, when she's, you know, skipping off doing it, and you're just like, really? Like, people are dying. Mm. It's a serious... Like, it, it does... It takes any any option of any sort of drama and, and action and stuff, like, just... And, and stakes just takes it out of, out of it completely. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess it must be one of the reasons why, subconsciously, I skip this episode all the time. Even come the end where, like... I mean, I know, she was the one, right, that gave them the, like... 
she helped them in the end to hunt what the other one or to turn yeah. around. It's like she she played a role. But even then, in the most at-risk moment for any of those characters, she was still there to provide some type of levity. And I'm like, no, 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 just turn that off for 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Because all we've been told throughout this whole episode is these things cannot be stopped. We can't see them. They cannot be stopped. They've been slaughtering people across the galaxy, a bunch of these different planets. We don't even know what they are. We don't even know who to blame. We thought it was the Aura at one point. We have that little idea of what they are. Holy Ooh, shit, yeah. they're on Earth. Oh, my God. This oh. could be monumentally bad and she's still sitting there just like hey 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 and it's like god just waka, switch waka, waka. one scene one scene switch that off because then like you said we have to sit here and defend the idea that Claudia Black has the range and you guys have seen her in another show I haven't but to be able to say where she plays the teal yeah that she know? can absolutely do the opposite of what she's doing but for someone like me who's only experience with her outside of you know a uh, a very hidden role in um in Ahsoka this year. Other than that, I'm only <laughs> seeing her in Stargate. And then you you start to look past the character and you start to look at that actress, going, I don't like her. I don't like what her face represents in a, in a sense. Like I yeah. don't like her character, but I only know her as that character. I have to remind myself her name is Claudia Black because I only know her as Vala. Yeah, yeah that's and that's it. not fair on her to be able to just limit her like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought her best moment was. The Zombieland reference. Did you you catch that? No. No, I don't think I did. How are you doing? Rule number two. Never approach a creature assuming that it's dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <the> fucking rules. <laughs> you didn't like that? I love that. <laughs> no. I've still not seen the second one, but holy shit did I love the first Zombieland movie. Oh, the movie. Zombieland movies are great. They're yeah. just Vala's rules. Oh, right, oh, yeah. right, right. Okay, sorry, okay. But it was the same rule number two. Double tap. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was a double tap. <laughs> when did Zombieland come out? 2009. Oh, okay. So this predates it. I want to say. That's interesting. Yeah, which is weird. I just thought that was mm. funny. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, number two is great. I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, they're both, yeah, they're both really, really good. Yeah. I was so excited for it to come out. And I've never seen Same Super Troopers. Yeah, wow. Remember, like, the first, never, su- never the first Super Troopers. Hilarious. So mm. dumb. It's great. They were making a second one. I'm like, it'll probably be terrible. Can't wait to watch. Still never seen Yeah, and I never saw that, and I've never seen Reno 911 either. I've never seen that, no. Yeah. No. Sorry. Sorry, Reno 911 fans. I found, um, I found this bit interesting, just the weird the commentary on like military guys on their days off sorry craig ignore it that was a large caliber 300 or 338 they're hunting elk it's one of the only drawbacks around here drawbacks fencer not running around the woods with a gun never seemed to me like a good way to unwind looking to kill some innocent creature just going about its day no i suppose not sir not if your day job involves running around the woods carrying a gun Looking to kill some innocent creature just going about its day. I added that bit. Yeah. Like some liberal dickhead writer writing that as if a general would say that. An innocent creature trying to get along with its day. Well, innocent creatures. The innocent creature is getting a mauled by a wolf. Yeah, but innocent innocent creatures don't have crude oil either. So that's that's why why a general doesn't worry about those. That's why I would believe that he would say that. He's like, oh, you can't. That's that's one of God's creations. You can't kill that. But let's go and kill some other people that have got some stuff that we want. It's like the idea of the the electric powered, environmentally friendly tanks. War tanks. Yeah. Yeah. That they want to have. (laughs) Of course. Absolutely. 
Net zero, make, guys. Make net it, zero. Make it make sense. <laughs> it's. I remember growing up and like. If you my, read into that, it actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> before, before you know, we had a to terrible. Use it to kill people. No, <laughs> that's why it's funny because no. they're killing machines. Yeah, and they need to be environmentally friendly. <laughs> no, it gives them more range. Like, cause so, like tanks aren't just like like so much of it now is digital stuff and and um, cyber attacks and all that kind of stuff. So they have ten times more. That's not a true number, but ten times more electronics and all that kind of shit on board them that mm. need like a power source. They're like, well, if we can slap mm. a couple of high density solar panels on top of this tank. Mm. And it, it can suddenly triple its its range mm. in terms of um just you know how far it can go and what it can do and all that kind of shit. And imagine the range that they could get for Fury Two, but it's set in modern day warfare. Why don't they just use nuclear tanks? Perhaps. Why don't they just um do that? Um, uh, oh God, what was that major? No, not pain. Ma- not major pain. The <laughs> Great other one. The other one with the um. The guy from the Three Amigos with the white hair. God, why can't Steve Martin. Steve Martin. The one he did, remember? Sergeant Bilko? Sergeant Bilko with the hover tank. Oh, oh shit. yeah, that's the right. The hover tank. And, like, it fires and the kickback just... And the tank just goes flying into the stands because <laughs> it's hovering over the ground. Yeah. That's... So, electric electric is way better than a hover tank. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. But I digress. I don't think the solar panels would work, though. Mm. What, to make it hover? No. <laughs> But that is the future. We can get to a hovering stage. Yeah. What about that line which made the whole episode make sense? It's only planets that we have been to where we have not wanted to be detected. That's what she said. Sorry, I just had a seizure in my head. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was in That's why. That's where the bugs are happening. Mm. It's only in planets that we've been to, the Tari have been to, mm. using the cloaks, basically. Mm. Which makes sense because that's why the bugs are yeah. appearing in our. Yeah, I honestly, it's been so long since I watched this episode when they mentioned that it was going to be an aura thing. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but then going into last week's episode, looking at the title and going, oh, insiders. Oh, that's because they're inside the cabin. Like that. Mm. Yeah. That's how much I pay attention to this episode. It's and so, granted, it's been since I watched it. The explanation, the science behind it, if you uh, would enlighten me, it's. Basically, the, the the type of radiation that those cloaks are giving off, it's like a essentially it's a it's a allows a gateway between their phase, their realm that allows no, them. To the radiation over. makes the bugs stay away. So from the, the yeah, the Sodan the Sodan knew right. about the bugs. Right. Yeah. So they the the gauntlets were built in to have the radiation to keep those bugs away, mm. but because they're Jafar, the radiation didn't affect them. Mm. Humans are affected by that radiation. Yeah. So the SGC got in there and, and fiddled with them. Turn the radiation to turn off. that radiation down to get yeah. rid of it, and then that allowed the bugs to come in and then phase into our. To come in from where though? From um, their dimension. From their dimension. Yeah. So they exist on Earth, but in their own phase. I guess they d- exist throughout on every galaxy. planet. I guess it's, it's, it's the sight unseen bugs again. It's mm. you know they exist. We just can't see them, and they can't affect our reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if they're close enough to someone using a cloak. When they decloak, it brings them in, like in the same way, like remember in yeah. Arthur's mantle, Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sam and Cam mm. um, were out of phase and stuff. So yeah, they're they're in that, mm. and then if they're close enough to someone who um, comes out of the Sodan cloak, they mm. come into our reality with them, and that's when they can then jump into a, into a, a bear, yeah, or a deer or whatever. Yeah, it was. okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or a meerkat. <laughs> See that, and then that an ocelot. It all comes back to an <laughs> ocelot. Was that, was that an ocelot? No, I wish. That would have been amazing. That would have been fantastic. Hey, um, 
Sam was in charge of the SGC. Mm. Yeah, while wasn't Landry even was a big away. deal made about made it. a big deal about it. Did they? I feel like they did. I, did, I feel like the they whole the didn't. whole scene with her being like, "Oh, I can't sit in General Landry's oh, chair." I th- like, I thought, oh, okay, because before that, because she was sitting in his chair in the briefing room. Yeah, I thought that was more of a big deal. Yeah, that that was because cool. we've had we had um, a mailbag today. Oh, just before we get into that, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Like, okay, so once Carter joined them. Who was in charge of the SGC? Like, Walter? Hopefully. You know? Ideally. Like, yeah. It was almost like she was left behind intentionally so that there was someone high-ranking there to look after shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But then she left and went to Silver Creek anyway. Yeah. Wait till next some... week. <laughs> 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 well, I have the answer. I have a, um Insta DM from Andrew College. Mm-hmm. College. Uh, college, mate. You're right. I don't know what that means. I was about to just call him Van Wilder. I don't even know yeah, why. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I've been listening for a few months. This is Andrew speaking. I've been listening <laughs> for a few months and finally caught up. Loving the podcast and sad now I've got to wait for new content. This has been bothering me for a while. Hopefully you chaps can clear it up. I was right. You're right. In one of the recent oh, episodes... Ch- chaps, I get it. You, oh, yeah. chaps. you need to hit chaps harder on yeah. that. <laughs> chaps. When, we do, when we do it live, hit chaps, chaps. harder. Yeah. In one of the recent <laughs> episodes... Go, go back and read it all in a British accent now. You're right. That's what I would have done. Hey, lads. Yeah, there we go. In one of the recent oh. episodes... I'm not doing that. In one, of the re- in one of the recent episodes, you discussed Carter's rank, with Maddie saying he thinks her and Mitchell... A full bird kernels now. Pegasus Project, we, talk, we talked about that. Yeah. As far as I can find, they're still lieutenant kernels along with Shepard in SGA and can't find anything to say they're full kernels on the old Tinderwebs. The Stargate wiki even goes on to say Reynolds is second in command after Landry. Oh, who is this? Uh, Reynolds. No, no, the person who wrote it that you're reading. The Andrew. Things. Andrew. You're right. You're right, college boy. No, you are actually. You're right. I looked it up when that came into the mailbag. And mm. yeah, um, Mitchell and Carter are both lieutenant colonels. Mm. And they don't get their promotion to full bird colonels till like continuum. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was news to me. I just remember. I remember an episode of Stargate where like two, two characters have a conversation about congratulations, you're a full bird colonel or mm. something like that. And I thought that had already happened at some point. So, yeah, all I know is that in my mind, I know that Sam and Cam are always equal rank. But I just assumed, yeah, they were full bird colonels, which means retroactively in Pegasus Project, the guy in charge of the Odyssey is a full bird colonel, Colonel mm. Emerson. So he, so actually, he was in charge. He does outrank those two. Mm. But I feel like my point still stands with Pegasus Project, where it felt like he was, at least the way I interpreted it, it felt like he was deferring to Cam on mission specifics and and Cam had to give the go ahead about going around with the um the nukes and the all that kind of stuff. Mm. Even though, yeah, he's like a full rank above or half rank, whatever you want to call it, above them. So yeah, that was really interesting. Um, Andrew goes on to say, but in Uninvited, which is this episode, guys, mm. Sam is said to be in charge of the SGC until Reynolds gets back. Only when he does get back, Sam's clearly in charge in the briefing room, even though Reynolds technically outranks her. Yeah, it's a weird... What do we think? We think you're right, mate. Mm. Yeah, it's a weird chain of command, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's not clear, is it? No, yeah, it's all over <laughs> the place. Even for us, the fifth members of SG1, we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I even asked you next last week or something when who's actually in charge. Yeah. No, there was a there was a line in this episode when Mitchell was talking to Landry and he said, I think I might have written it down here. He said, he he mentioned that the the clear chain of command in the team. Does Cam have a problem with the situation? Because he goes, well, it was up to you to choose to be SG1 and bring Sam Carter back. You didn't have to do that. I'm like, what the fuck is this oh, random? Just yeah, the worst dialogue of all time. I'm trying. There's, there's Who a, wrote this? There's a, there's <laughs> wasn't a, Cooper. There's a phrase in my head, but I'm pretty sure it's actually Shepard that says it when they're talking about Chaining Man. He's like, oh, I've got a civilian and two aliens on my team or something like that. Chain of Command went out the window, mm, yeah. whatever. But it's the same thing with Cam. It's like he's got one person who's equal rank, yeah. a civilian and an alien with mm. no rank. So yeah. it's, you know, what is it? It's like... Um, he's just yeah a symbol of a yeah. leader. Yeah, I mean obviously he is he is the SG one leader, so he has it. And I mean that that well he was given the yeah the leadership of that team, and it was up to him to fill it. And he wanted yeah. to fill it with the original SG one. Yeah, mm. which is I think that chain of command is clear in terms of I mean that, that I don't think be... Carter ever steps on his toes or anything. Never, no. never. Um, and you'd be stupid not to like. If I was Cam going to the situation and I managed to get fucking Carter on my team, hmm. someone who's been in the in the trenches for fucking eight years prior, it's like, yeah, you would take any fucking advice she was willing to give you. Mm. Like just the sheer amount of like just knowledge and, and firsthand experience she has. It's like, yeah, on paper, mm. you know, Cam's in charge. Maybe he gets another 20 bucks a week in his pay because he's, <laughs> you know, they're equal rank, but he's, you know, yeah. SG1 leader. Mm. But it's like, yeah, like theoretically, Cam could have had a t- if he could have had a team of four lieutenant colonels, and he'd still be in charge of them all. Yeah, not to not to rugby league it, Maddie, but it, it, <laughs> it annoyingly you get some teams and they have multiple captains, and you'll have two captains. And it's like, okay, yeah. fine, well, that that's weird. Um, but then some teams really wank it up, and there's a team captain, and then there's a club captain, and the team captain basically leads the team when they're playing the game and they're on the field. He's yeah. the team captain. He's talking to the referee and he's whatever needs to be done. The club captain is the one who basically fronts up to the media a little bit more and speaks at the press conferences and and like is the more of the face of the of of the team outside of the game. And oh. like, so that's the nice way of saying, well, you're a better natural leader, but you over there you are a Fucked hard when it comes to dealing with the press. Maybe yeah. some pub- yeah. public relations. No matter how many public relations lessons we give you, you can't string a fucking sentence together. So maybe you absolute acoustic. Or, smash him. or what they yeah. what they could do is we that, like that on the field. Yeah. Is that is it's, a that, game, it's a game of four halves? Is that Mitchell could be the the leader on the missions? Like he's more the military guy. Like Carter's seen her shit. But she's also a scientist. She's a Mitchell was, Mitchell's not a scientist. He's there as the military guy and the military guy yeah. only, but more in the planning stages. Maybe that's where Carter either, either could have shared the role or taken mission control, planning it with, with laundry or whatever. And But once they get their boots on the ground, Mitchell's in charge or something. Like, I just feel and like- now in a military, I'm sure people like the, like like Craig are listening to this going, that would You're never work idiot. in a military. And I agree, no. Yeah. But when we're looking at, like, it, it, again, we're looking at a sci-fi television show where you've got one character that's been there for nine and a half seasons mm. at this point, 
and another guy that's been there for one and a half and he's the leader but he's also the equal rank with the other person who as you guys said never steps on his toes once and does everything that yeah. he tells her to do so i think i think my mum used to have a great saying when it would come to like when she would like you know pay someone to wash her car or pay someone to come and clean her house and mm. blah, blah, blah. her favorite phrase was why have a dog and bark too <laughs> so i feel like sam was very much it's like well i mean i could lead a team yeah but that sounds like a lot of paperwork yeah, and a yeah, lot yeah. of extra. Mm. Like, I was out. He asked me back in. I can come back in, get my paycheck, mm. but I don't have to fucking deal with, you know, write all the reports. And yeah. I don't have to do this and I don't know. He can deal with all that. He mm. can be the monkey doing all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can just clock in and clock and out. And still get paid the same amount. I can amount. Get the up. same amount. Yeah. I, yeah, I can still, like, she, she's like... She's, she's like, fighting that good fight for pay equality. She's like, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting paid the same amount, but doing less work. Well, no, she's doing the work from home. She's like, you sure. know, she's like look, I'll come back. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's like, look, I'll come back. I'll come back on the team, but I'll work like four days a week. And that classic e- woman. And that fifth day a week, I'll leave it. I'll leave it two o'clock every day, so I can go and pick the kids up. Um, she, she in Minnesota. A, I'm going to need to leave you a couple of wines on the way. Why not? Yeah, yeah, a couple of white wine spritzes. Two forty-five o'clock. Yeah, um, but that way she can like she can like she can you know do field stuff like Monday through Thursday, mm. but Fridays is like a lab day, and she gets to work on some 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 tech shit and gets to work on mm. on her on her tech and stuff. So yeah. yeah, I think I think that's very clever for robots. Because mm. at the end of the day, like she gets she gets all the perks with none of the responsibility, really. Yeah. Because she's like, well I'm like you're talking to number two. Number one's over there. Yeah. Go so see that if, guy. Yeah. If you've got an if you got an issue, <laughs> yeah. go talk to number one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's brilliant. <laughs> She's played the long game. That's, she's she's playing chess while mm. Mitchell's playing checkers. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she can she can get like on that on that Friday flex day she's probably off banging O'Neill. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And he's he's like call me SG one leader and she's like yes sir. Mm. You know? But Richard Dean Anderson, you know, executive producing the show, lead star of the show for syndication years, and then mm. once that ticks over and he's like absolutely maximised the dollars he's going to get in replace. Ah, uh, just gonna. I'll show up four episodes a year yeah, if that's yeah. all right, guys. Yeah, He's in um, what is it? Off world security? What homeland home, security? Home, home world, home world yeah. security. Mm. Right? Yeah, over in DC. Mm. And then he's got his D and her C, so it all works, guys. You know, it's all work. It all what? works. Oh, that, that whole se- it was. It was like it was made for that joke. <laughs> What's the C? Oh, think about it. Cranberry juice. Oh no, I know what it is, but I'm. Just, what's the word? What's the what's the euphemism word we're using here? Oh, I thought you got wow. that. No, no I thought. No, sorry, I thought yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah, not. I thought you were having me on. No, I never. I never associate vagine with. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I yeah, I, I. My 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 no, mother, my twelve year old C. my twelve year old brain went to coochie. That was the only one that I could come up with. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is actually my favourite part of the entire episode. The end credits? <laughs> Almost. Wrong place at the wrong time, got shot for his troubles. Bound to have with all these yahoos running around the woods with guns. And why am I not being allowed to question them? Because the Air Force is taking over this investigation in the interest of national security. That's why. Now. So just a grizzly bear, huh? Since when does the Air Force go after a bear in the name of national security? There's nothing for you to be concerned about, Wade. Things will be back to normal around here in no time. A few moments later. <laughs> How, like, southern did you change? <laughs> I like 
actually love Dylan. Oh man, so it caught me off guard because I'm like, I'm so bored <laughs> even by this conversation in this yeah. episode. I don't care, and I turn away for a second to get something out of the cupboard, oh, and he's man. just getting more. <laughs> I'm slowly dying. Just go. The back wound to- is beginning to smell like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the start of that though. How fucking banjo playing down south. Your cousin did Mitchell sound at the start of that. Fuck He's a, everything said was. Ah, hell, dilly ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> it was all one word. It was no gaps in his words. Yeah, fried chicken. Yeah, dead, dead, dead. Fried, fried <laughs> cat. Biscuit. Fried catfish. All these yahoos running around the woods with guns. All these yahoos running around with guns. Oh, hell, I dilly, like it. Dilly, I like this. <laughs> I like hunting monsters and my sister. I broke up with her. She broke my heart. She said, look. Even though we're not together, that we can still be cousins. Yeah, I'm moving back to my room. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, <sighs> Bo Bridges in the 2008 con. He yeah. said, "This, this, this is his favorite episode." No, well, he said this is his best episode. It probably I, is, I to be honest. Well, I mean, it's the first time he's had anything to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure if <laughs> yeah. they asked, um, apart from raising his eyebrows, yeah, and zipping <laughs> up his jacket. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I guess if you, if you asked, like, he's a good man though. If you asked Hammond, uh, what his favorite episode was, probably that one where he was, you know, he got blackmailed and had yeah. to quit, and you know, his daughters were his granddaughters were playing Definitely in the backyard because it's like that was the only episode he had something to do other than say, you know, Yeehaw! close close the iris, and you know, so yeah, this is the only time like Bo's really given much to do, mm. except for I want to say Continuum. He's got some pretty good sort of yeah, he's speeches a good man. and continuers. Oh, he's a he's a bridge. Bridger, he's a bridge bridges. Too far. He's a bridges. This episode was a bridge too far. Yeah. Second lowest rated episode of the season on IMDb. What's the lowest? Uh, Obviously, still coming. Yeah, Family Ties. Barla's dad. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't recall. Like, I, I, I think I just I remember that concept. That's I all thought I it'd be. I thought it'd be Memento Mori. The one where she lo- its another Vala episode. How many Vala? How many um, episodes we got left in this entire series? Uh, and fi- we're fifteen. Fifteen left in this entire series, and we're dedicating another at least two, two whole ones. Yeah, to- character development, Mitch. You got to have it. Yeah, before <laughs> even if you cancelled. <laughs> oh, um, this is my final note. No, actually, this is a mid note during half. Foot. This is boring. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Carter said, "Holy Hannah!" Did you you blink and you miss it? Yeah. Did you see that thing? Holy Hannah. Shut up, Carter. He's dead. Get over it. Yeah. Your, dad, um, your dad's dead. Yeah. Twice. No. Something I thought... Twice. Something, that, <laughs> something that did impress me in this episode, though, and it was only when I watched the... Com- well, sat through the commentary, <laughs> is the scene where uh, Laundry and Cam are on the porch, mm. and like he's like on his laptop pretending mm. to do work so he doesn't have to make small oh, yeah. talk. Finish it an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. That scene was shot at midnight. That was what? In the, that was in the dead of night on the porch of that cabin. They just blasted so much light at it; it looked like perfect it daytime. Did. It was because normally I find I've got a pretty good eye for like you know yeah. when they do that horrible thing where it's shot at daytime and they put like the darkness filter mm, over mm. it, but you can still see the shadow of the person walking and stuff like that. I never would have spotted that in a million years. Wow. That it's such a just looking at his laptop. That. I'm like, what a brick! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a brick. Uh-uh-uh. House. A USBA. You could fit a VHS in the side of yeah, that thing. Good. It probably had a DVD player. Yeah. Legitimately. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah. Good times. Oh, before we go. Merry Christmas, you fucks. Merry, Merry Christmas, <laughs> you filthy animals. Uh, just because I, I just needed a chance to um, just to defend Weir just while I can. Yes, what? Sir, you're a powerful Air Force general. You could order us up a chopper. We don't use helicopters for our own personal transportation, Mitchell. 
Right, sir. Besides, I already checked. There wasn't one available. We'll be fine. If we had done that, you would have fucking roasted the shit out of her. Just I've already played checked, John. in and given it to her. They're sending fucking three General Catfish does it and you're like, oh, hell, dilly ding dong, and you're fine with it. One for my Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot out of the jar. Get to the chopper. <laughs> I I had no problem with laundry doing yeah, that. Yeah, you misogynistic piece of shit. He's a general. Take, he, she's she's on a general payroll. Hey, if Carter did it, I'd be happy. Interesting. It is, isn't it? Hate civilians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. As Correct. a non-military man, that's quite interesting. <laughs> uh, and just some housekeeping, because I'm sure someone will fucking dear me about it if I don't mention it. Uh, it's the first appearance slash mention of SG-25, meaning we ha- we now have up to dun, 25 dun, dun. SG teams. Yeah, I remember hearing yeah, that number, and I'm like, guys, the, where, where does this stop? Seems you know? like a lot. Given that, yeah. you know, they were so many episodes they talk about struggling for budget, mm. maybe just have a couple of less teams going out doing shit, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's, Seems unnecessary. That's literally 100 sold, like, Mm. 25 teams, yeah. four person a team. There's a, a hundred soldiers just in exploratory teams or, you know, science teams. I guess teams they would need to, wouldn't they? Oh, they yeah. need to kind of go back in the old missions and check up on people. And I mean, they yeah, don't have to. I know they specify But they're Americans. Like, they're great people. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. And, you know, the military. How's your freedom going? Do you need more? <laughs> it's just weird that, you know, so much of a thing from last season and this season is... The IOA's cutting their budget. They can't do this. They can't do that. They've got yeah. they got Woolsey there looking over their shoulder. And it's like, well, if there's literally just, not even counting people working in the friggin', you know, the mess hall and, and Walter and everybody else. Mm. There's literally just a hundred people's salaries they've got to pay. Mm. The Jello um, guy. Yeah, you know. Alone. Mm. I mean, maybe because it's America, they're like, well, obviously we don't pay them once they retire. So um, we can just, we don't, we don't have to no. worry about any back-end payments. And They're like, illegal immigrants, half of them. <laughs> how much of the? I mean, really, how illegal much aliens. are you getting paid for what for that work well, that they're you could, doing? You can look it up because it's like they're government employees, so that's all got to be public knowledge. Yeah. I reckon so Daniel you can, would be on good coin. Yeah, yeah, because he'd be mm. on a, uh, a consultant. He'd be on a yeah. consultant fee. Mm. But it's like here in Australia, he'd be on like two hundred k. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> he's like on, he's, he's freelance. Yeah. So he's still invoicing them every yeah, every casual week. thing. Yeah, yeah, here in Australia, you can look up like anyone <laughs> anyone who's got a government job. They're on like you know they call it like a. You know, like an EP7 or an mm. EP6. And it's like, it's a scale, you know, pay. Mm. And the military does the same thing. So it's like, you can look up. And you, it's even on Wikipedia. You can look up and see what a two-star general in the US yeah, right. Air Force. In, two th- in August 18th, 2006. Potentially. I don't <laughs> know. I think it's all current at the moment. But it's yeah. like, you can look up and see that if if you're a two-star general, you equate to this government um, tier, mm. which means your pay is this amount. Yeah, right. So yeah, you'd definitely be able to work it out if you were... That hardcore, hardcore nerdy into it. I'm yeah. absolutely not. I'm just thinking like where we are at the moment in a radio station. We've got a shower out there. That's uh, you know, it's it's there if you need it. And because I believe, what's the what's the legality of a workplace? Like if if your work goes past midnight, yeah, you mm. have to have the. It's like a shower to help wake you up or something like that, or it's like a morning thing or something yeah. like as part of like a safety thing. Like if you're gonna work past midnight and you have to, it's something as dumb as that. I remember hearing it years yeah. ago. Maybe it's completely. There's also you stink, there's bro. also turnaround as well. Like, yeah, I remember when I was working here because I was working two different departments. Mm. There was it was like there was a minimum turnaround in terms of if if I did my day job and then came in here to do a night shift. Yeah. 
there had to be a minimum of like eight or 12 hours between before I could start yeah, any yeah. shift the yep. next day. And like, obviously, I didn't always report when mm. I was not doing that because yep. I was fucking poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember but, that doing um, a casual job working at cinemas. It was 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, oh, no, I finished 15 minutes early last yeah. night, so I just made the cut. Like, just because, yeah. especially in America too, like it's you're so much more responsible for stuff. Mm. So it's like, say, for example, you guys had a house, you were living in America and you had a house party and a friend of yours got drunk and drove home drunk and got into an accident. You can be held responsible for that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Mm. You know, things like that. And same same at a bar. If you're in a bar and, mm. you know, you've... I told him to take the back streets. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. He so, doesn't listen. <laughs> it's a similar thing here, I believe, in Australia, where it's like, um, if you get into an accident on your way home from work... Mm. In Queensland. Yeah, you can actually go your your workplace for it interesting yeah no i was just thinking like i've done that three times now (laughs) if you're a you know so so level whatever colonel but you're working you know you're just like at a training facility in new york state and you're getting paid x amount of whatever that colonel gets paid yet that same colonel was running sg12 and it's like yeah you're like you could die in a training accident, you know, with some live fire, or you could get eaten alive by an invisible creature from another dimension. <laughs> yeah. You're like, am I getting paid for this shit? From like other planets. Like, well, yeah, we we substitute that by compensating you with an extra six hundred and twenty bucks a month. It's like, is that really worth no, it? Like all the all the blue jelly you can eat. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, mm. you do it for blue jelly. I'd do it for a car park. Yeah, Car- yeah. Carter has like the American flag photos, and she just signs and just gives those. God, to- yeah. All military people, just like, that's what they pay the illegal aliens. It's half the budget of the show, it's just coming from her, just like signing Amanda. Yeah, it's your signing day. You're yeah. not required on set today. That's what she's doing. Imagine what Val was doing. What is she doing? I don't. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I had no backup there. I had no backup. Get into geek, get into gate, get into gate, Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.